negativity, judgment, hate, illness, death. Life can be overwhelming at times, but what if I tell you that there's a safe space you can escape to? A house where you'll get your weekly shot of extra love. Are you ready to tune in? Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and more. Good night. Guess who's back? All the way from Bali. It's uh, my brother Len and me. Yes, it's us, the Branson Brothers. And uh, Andy, who else? Who have you produced as a guest today? Well, he's into IT and numbers and charts and graphs. That's kind of boring, no? No, he's also into spirituality and podcasts. Oh, it's a colleague. Did you find him on Facebook? Yeah, I did. His name is Kevin Wren and he's originally from Seattle, now residing in Ubud, Bali. And that's where we are coming from. So, um, he's going to be in what we really love or should I say now since we changed the format and you're producing what we really love and what Andy really loves? Oh, well, you know that what I love, you love, right? That's true. True that. True that. Okay. What else today? Um, well, we got the better news about why you can start forgetting your New Year's resolutions. And um, are we flipping a love song today for our self-love challenge, Andy? Oh, we actually do. Awesome. Let's do this. Let's tune in. First, the better news, compiled by my dear brother, Andy Branson. Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let love rule. We got some good news for you. Today is all about forgetting your New Year's resolutions. At least, that's what Prince EA proposes. Richard Williams, better known by his stage name Prince EA, is an American rapper, spoken word artist, music video director and rights activist from St. Louis. His goal is to make people laugh, cry, think and love with the ultimate goal to evolve. His videos on YouTube hit millions of people. Let's have a listen to what he has to say about forgetting your New Year's resolutions. One of my favorite stories is about a man. Now this man is walking down a path and finds an egg, an eagle's egg. He takes this egg and puts it into the nest of a backyard hen. Pretty soon the eagle hatches with the chicks and grows up with them. Now all his life that eagle did what the chickens did. He would poke around in the dirt looking for worms and insects to eat. He would fly a few feet into the air like chickens do and he'd cluck around. And as time passed that eagle he grew very old and one day he saw something above him. This thing it, it glided gracefully and majestically through the clouds. What's that? The eagle says. Oh that? That's an eagle. One chicken responds. He is the king of all birds, the master of the skies. But we belong to the ground because we are just chickens. Don't worry about him. You will never be that. And that eagle lived and died a chicken because that is what he thought he was. 
this new year, it's time to take flight. You and me both know that you don't belong where you are right now. You don't belong with some of the people you're around right now. You got no business doing what you're doing right now. You're being a chicken when you were born an eagle. So now the question is, how long is it going to take to make the decision, to make the shift and show some courage, show some character? Let me, that word character is funny. You know, character is the ability to carry out a resolution long after the excitement of the moment has passed. I'm going to say that again because some of y'all might have missed it. Character is the ability to carry out a resolution long after the excitement of the moment has passed. Are you going to say you want to want to do something? Do it for two weeks and then quit like you did last year, like you did the year before last? You say you want to lose weight, get in shape, get your business off the ground, get closer to God, and then turn around and party, get lit, drink alcohol, eat like crap, and continue to live below who you were created to be, thereby committing the greatest sin known to man? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not religious, but I'm going to take you to church. Watch this. See the word sin. Watch this. See the word sin comes from the Greek word sin used in archery it means to miss your mark the greatest sin in life is to miss your mark to not be who you were created to be to be a chicken instead of an eagle I don't know if you guys remember uh, growing up the story of Icarus you know, a lot of people remember Icarus being this guy who had the, the wings made out of wax. His father cautioned him not to fly too high or the sun will melt your wings. And what happened? It was Icarus's arrogance that caused him to fly too high. Sun melted his wings and boom, fell to the earth dead. But that's not the full story. No, no, no. You, you didn't know there was more to it. See, Icarus's father also cautioned him against flying too low he said don't fly too close to the sea or your weight will cause you to plummet into the water see we all know not to be too arrogant well most of us but how many of us know not to be too humble too meek too timid too shy too safe <laughs> it is said that the greatest tragedy in life it's not that people aim too high and miss. It is that people aim too low and hit. I see a lot of people on Facebook, all everywhere, Instagram, talking about the friend zone. Ha <laughs> laughing. He, he's in the friend zone, the hover hand. But I don't see too many people making jokes about the other zone, the comfort zone. Ain't no memes about that. Ain't no jokes. You know why? Because a lot of y'all are in there. Well, in this new year, let's step out of our comfort zone. Fortune favors the bold. And it is the cave that you fear. The cave that you fear. That will hold the treasure that you desire. Forget a new year's resolution. Forget it. 
Let's make a new life resolution to be fully and authentically you. I don't know what dream you have, but I can guarantee you that there's somebody in the hospital right now praying, begging God to have the opportunity that you have right now. Don't blow it. It is time. It is time to go from mediocre to meteoric. It is time to go from being counted out to being counted on. It is time to fly like the eagle you are. Or do you want to continue to cluck with the chickens? You're listening to Let Love Rule. Branson Brothers. We're here. Uh, this is what we love. Okay, what we love. Let love rule the Feel Better podcast. And every week we uh, we speak with somebody. We talk with somebody. We have a conversation with somebody that we love, that we really love. And I don't know who we love today. Andy produced the whole thing. I'm just sitting here in front of a guy with a, a little beard kind of thing. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah like me, Scruff. right? I, Andy, Andy just shaved, but. Uh, I didn't, so we're, we're kind of the same. We can talk, we Andy's can speak. Andy's looking good. No, you're looking good, Kevin. <laughs> so, um, you already told me that we're going to meet somebody who's in IT and security and also into podcasting. So, mm. Kevin, that's all I know. Kevin Wren, I'm sitting here with you. Oh, that's all you know. That's all I know. So, my first question Uh-oh. always is, who are you? Wow. That's a big one, man. So uh, let, let's start with IT. You, I, I, okay. We, we see you sitting in, in uh, some of the restaurants here. We're, we're in Ubud Bali still, and, and so every restaurant is kind of an office for some people, yeah, and they, they come there with their laptop, and, and they eat the food, and they work. So that's actually how Andy got across, uh, he came across to you. So yeah, I do some, I do some stuff with uh, data, and I basically make data look pretty. So I visualize data. So I take numbers. So people have all these numbers that come in from, you know, who knows what they, they, they need to look at. But it's generally numbers is how it comes in. It can be statistical data or it can be, you know, data on, you know, about your computer systems and, and, and what's coming into the network. And it's just numbers and it's confusing. So I take that and make it look pretty and, and I make a, try to make a story out of it so people can, people can understand what they're looking at and how to run their business. If that makes sense, not at all. So let's say, <laughs> let's say, let's say your podcast yeah. or your web stats, yeah. right? That's all numbers. Okay, the web right? stats. So what if you had to just look at a gr- a table uh-huh. of just numbers and uh-huh. columns and rows of numbers? Yeah. Versus some beautiful chart and graph. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Oh, okay. I'm going up about this time of year, and I'm going down when this thing happens, and you would just see. So it. you you can actually see that, and then put it in in a format that we could understand. A visual format. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I think it helps people like understand it okay. you know because not everybody's this kind of left brainy kind of person i think the visual you know context is helpful for people to understand things true, true. especially uh, data especially numbers but uh, but that's interesting because at the same time you you have your own podcast mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I, i have to listen to it and listen to it he was very like happy with it so. yeah but that podcast is not about numbers at all no or is it no it's not or, about numbers or is life life about numbers and spirituality so. about numbers and And wisdom about numbers. Actually, it is kind of. I think it is. Actually. So maybe there's a, a segue there. But so, uh, how do you get from here to there? So you know, certain people have to do things to sustain their lifestyle, 
and one of those things I do is this visualization uh, thing with numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my, I won't call it a passion, but it's definitely, if there's a work passion I would have, mm -hmm. that's it. Okay. Because um, I, can, I can be creative as well. Um, so I do that so that I can do this. And this is like being in Bali, hanging out with cool people like you and your brother. Yeah. And, you know, interviewing cool people on podcasts, um, things like this, making music, uh, dancing, doing and cool things like you did the other day, like breath work. Breath work, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that, that affords me the lifestyle to be able to travel around the world and be a digital nomad and, and, uh, and do the things I really, or at least work on the things at some level that I really want to work on. because. I can't fully commit to these other things yet if I'm doing a full-time job. So there's a balance. You, you have this, this the, the same problem a lot of people have actually. Like you, you, they have a, a hobby or a passion, and they can't monetize it yet. Yeah. You, would you like to monetize your? I would like your to passion? Not, I would like to not have to be able to monetize. I would like to not have to monetize it because if I don't have to monetize it, then I'm doing it for for the reasons that just from my for heart. the love. For the love, yeah, it's like yeah. us. I mean, we're not monetizing this podcast. We really just do it to spread some love, right? right yeah. Right. And if you had to monetize the podcast, it might change the way in which you do your podcast, and it True. might change the True. essence of the podcast. True. Um, you might have to have ads and sponsorships and all this stuff yeah. that this, you might uh, not want. What we love is brought to you by Coca-Cola. Right there, you go. for example. You know, one. What is it? One Coke, one smile. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So spread, spread, spread the, spread the bubbles, uh, spread the spread love, the yeah. sugar. Yeah. Um, no, it's not, people. Yeah, so that's the thing. Okay. I, I do that to to sustain the lifestyle that I, I want to lead, and then ultimately I would hope to not have to do but, any, uh, yeah. any monetary work that I didn't want to do. Yeah, you started your podcast over here as well. What's it called, your podcast? Uh, it's called New Perspectives. New Perspectives. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, what's it about? So the, the whole intention of the podcast is to bring uh, kind of a new way of seeing things. Um, so, so far I've talked about things like... Um, relating and relationships, um, passion, what what makes us do what we do. Um, I think I have an episode coming up on death and dying oh, and attachment. Wow. Um, I have an episode about like the voice in our heads. Uh -huh. What is that? When to listen to it? When to let it drive? When to let it sit in the back seat? So stuff like this. Um, stuff that I've kind of been wanting to get out in some ways or forms for many years and I just figured, well, at least talk about it. So, but, but, um what happened? Why? Why did you decide to actually? Uh, at, at what point did you like? I, I want to share something with the world. Um, I have this in me, yeah. and I want to get it out. What, what happened? What? Where? Where were you? At that the, that yeah. happened at age twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. So that's. So it took so, a while. Uh, yeah. You're forty-five now. Forty-five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it was something that was always in me. I just didn't have that that specific way I wanted to bring it out that that made sense. Twenty-one. Yeah, it's pretty young actually to have something in you that you want that needs to emerge. Yeah, yeah, and it's still the same thing. It hasn't yeah. changed, which is really interesting. So what happened when you were 21? Uh, well, you know, it started with spiritual experiences of some sort, awakenings, uh -huh. and, and when you were 21? Yeah, when we were 20, when I was 21. Wow. So, you know, I, I can point to several things. You know, can be certain books I read or certain things I took or certain things I did uh -huh. or certain things I listened to. But it's not like one capitalist kind of thing that. Um, a lot of people have something, right? Like they, they, they got in the gutter and they had to let go of everything or they got bankrupt or yeah, they no. got slapped in the face or something happened and they let go and then inspiration came and now they, they no, had to get I, it out. I would say it was LSV. <laughs> that's a possibility. That's a pretty, that's yeah. a, that, you know, multiple, multiple deep journeys on that uh -huh. to actually reach a deep, deep yeah. space. 
was probably how I came, I came to most of my initial awakenings of, of spirit, mm-hmm. we'll say. I know it's general, but most of my insights on, on who I am and kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Um, just more opening a different part of myself that I didn't have access to when I was growing up or that I didn't know how to access. And so that was probably the first little thing. And then I got really into reading a lot of Ram Dass. Uh, and that's part of, I think, all of this stuff is part of the spiritual process, right? The spiritual process isn't necessarily this esoteric thing you have to do way off in the mountains in a cave in India. And, mm-hmm. and it's not about these mantras or, 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 or that type of, you know, technique. It's, it's, it's all of it, right? Spirituality it's is... Life, really, it's life, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So my, my idea of spirituality is awareness. It's like how often am, am I aware and present of, of what is spirituality is is the reflection of our awareness and how we live in life with awareness and presence and 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 that's 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 the essence i think and whatever it takes to get there is not important getting there it's mm. important being there i was just going to ask but what's the biggest lesson that you that you've learned that you can share with us you know the, i think the biggest lesson my biggest takeaway right now in life yeah. is i know nothing I really, I, it's like my mantra. I, I don't know any, and that's not a defeating, that's not a defeatist statement at all. It's a, it's actually a very humble statement, and it really opens me up when I when I understand the fact that I really don't know anything. It it, it makes me humble enough to be open enough exactly. to actually understand what is out there, yeah. and what is going on. Yeah. And I, I feel like throughout life, the more the more rigid my ideas, or or the more you know, the more quote, you know, true my beliefs were, then I think the less I actually was aware and the less I got out of what was around me. And I think now my practice is just trying to stay as as humble as I can around around things I, I think I know. And this is know? this is the stuff that you talk about in your podcast. Yeah, it's it could be something I do talk about. I'm yeah. sure it comes up. It's just part of yeah. I just stream you know, my podcast, cool. and I actually don't even have a plan or an agenda, and I just talk. So, I have to listen. Yeah, please. New perspectives, yeah, right? On iTunes? Yeah, yeah. SoundCloud? iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher, TuneIn? Uh, Google Play. Google Play. All, We're all. not on Google Play, Andy, are we? No, no, no not yet. We, uh, we cannot, we, uh, we try to get on Google Play here from Indonesia, but I don't think we can. Oh, interesting, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah all, the, all the normal outlets, uh, and then my website as yeah. well. Website, let's, what's the website? Uh, KevinWren.com. KevinWren, so we're going to spell that out. Yeah. So it's Kevin. I think that speaks okay. for itself. Kevin Ren is W R E N N. Two N's. Yeah. Yeah. So Welcome to Let Love Rule. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Yeah, we're gonna make you feel good because it's time for flipping the love song, our self-love challenge, and. Um, Kevin Wren did one, and it's amazing, but we can't play it right now. We're going to save it for next week. Today, we just want to repeat how Chris Pierce transformed Jackie Wilson's Your Love is Lifting Me Higher. My love is lifting me higher Than I've ever been lifted before it up, quench my desire, I'll be at my side forevermore, my love keeps lifting me, it keeps on lifting me, lifting me higher and higher, my love keeps lifting me, Keeps on lifting me, 
lifting me higher and higher Oh, higher and higher My love keeps lifting me higher and higher Let love rule Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? In what Andy loves, in what we love, we introduced you to Kevin Wren and we talked about his podcast, New Perspectives. Next week, we'll flip a love song with Kevin and he'll answer a question from the universe. For this week, we thought, you know what, we're going to integrate his podcast into ours. So you get like two podcasts for the price of one. Everybody, thank you so much for being here and for lending me your ears and allowing me to ramble. I appreciate it. And my intention is to add something to your your inner bookshelf. Something that you can pull off of that shelf at some point in the future and use to grow and to better yourself and to live a more fulfilling life and I find that some of the things that have affected me the most have been very simple you know phrases sentences something someone said in passing even at times and sometimes they've had a profound impact on me so my intention is for you to get something out of these that that definitely has a, a, a has an ability to shift something in your life that affects something that will allow you to see something that maybe you didn't see before. So, yeah. I wanted to say again, thank you guys for being patient with the many sounds that are in the environment that I'm in. The constant white noise that you might hear is a beautiful river that I'm looking at. It is not a, a sound mistake. And I do my best to get as much of that sound out of the recording, but it's, um, it's pretty pervasive. And it's great, it's just not the best thing for recordings. However, and if you hear the crickets in the background and the geckos, uh, just, just imagine you're in a jungle like I am. <laughs> and uh, there's an interesting sound that I just figured out today, what it was. And it sounds like a drone, like um, very high-speed propellers. And I'm pretty sure it's, uh, it's the sound of flapping kites in the air. At this time in Bali, it's, it's considered kite season. Um, it's pretty breezy. And the kids put up these enormous kites. It's amazing. The kites sometimes are three meters long. You know, they can be 10 feet ten or more than 10 feet. Uh, and the wingspan can be just as much. 
and they put these huge kites in the air with these extremely long strings and they tie them off and they just they just sit there indefinitely until they bring them down and it's really cool to see you'll see sometimes you can see 20 in a, in a cluster from a really far distance um, but interestingly enough today I think the sound I'm hearing is some of the kites that are off in the distance fluttering and uh, or maybe it's a drone I don't know but no I think it's the kites it's pretty cool anyway so again thank you for that there's always a new sound coming into the recording it seems like every time and it's just how how we're rolling here in the jungle so thank you for for your patience so I wanted to talk today about uh, something that a friend of mine asked me about and I think it's interesting it somewhat relates to the episode I did about service and the ego it's somewhat similar and it's a good uh, it's a good segue that that conversation was a good segue into this conversation and here's in a I'm gonna paraphrase this but in a way this is what he asked about he said how do you know when the voice inside your head is is the I guess he phrased it like when is it the right voice or how do you know that that's something you need to listen to or how do you know it's not your ego talking and again as with all my episodes I'm just gonna kind of stream the answer as as it comes through I haven't thought about this but here we go so sometimes I like to answer questions with questions and again I'm not gonna just give a question I'll as you know give you lots of words and tell you what I think but my question to to that question is how does it affect you you know what outcomes are you seeing based on any voice that's happening in your head you know it's just the voice you know we can call it this or we can call it that but in some way it's all you you know I don't think there's some microphone in there somebody's commentating through it telling you what to do you know granted it might be a different part of you but it is part of you it is you so I think if I were to clarify this question when I'm thinking about it right now I think what I would ask would be how do you know when you're out of your way and if you're doing what is necessary to be out of your way can you trust the inner wisdom in yourself that tells you to do this or tells you to do that that to me is a more important way to look at this because it's not so much is the voice the right voice or is the voice true or not true it's for me it's have you removed yourself from the picture to the degree that what you're hearing isn't let's say marred or you know soiled by your past um, or any types of negative things that have come into your life or any types of you know uh, ego-based assumptions or judgments you know when when we're doing our work and when we're succeeding at doing our work I find we're more centered we're we're less coming from a place of judgment 
we're less operating from the stories that have risen out of our limitations. You know, we can we can judge all day. You know, it's it it can be in our nature sometimes to just be judging machines. And you know, all that judgment comes from our past. It comes from something that was ingrained or patterned in us or some story we made at some point and never really got rid of. And, and we've latched onto these ways of seeing things. And from there, we come up with a view of the world. We come up with a view of a situation. And some of the conversations that we have about these things, some of the conversations we have about the world around us or the people in our world, those conversations are had, quote, in our head. You know, that's sometimes how our mind works. We're in a dialogue, an inner dialogue, using this amazing ability that the mind has to kind of language within itself silently so that we can hear, we can create and hear words in this environment that we call our mind, and we can interact with those words. We can understand their meanings. We can derive conclusions from those conversations we have. And then we can further, we can generate actions in our, in our physical outward life based on these conversations that are happening inside of our heads. So that's kind of just part of it. As far as I'm concerned, you know, there's always some type of dialogue going on at some level. And it doesn't necessarily, not, always doesn't mean it's always on. That means, you know, I'm not always hearing a voice in my head. But there's always some perceptive mechanism at play. Even in the states of sleep, there seems to be, at least for me, some type of mechanism that is uh, not just, you know, communicating with the world or communicating with the body or communicating with, you know, another, you know, construct. There's a, there's a, let me back up for a second. So, there's certain parts of it that certain parts of us that are always on, you know, like I said, in sleep, in waking state, parts of our body are always on, whether it's, you know, the sympathetic or the parasympathetic there, there's always something that is firing in the brain, whether it's, you know, one part of the body telling the other part of the body to do something or the heart beating or something. So this is all information. There's different levels of that information. And thank God we don't have to, you know, speak that in our mind to say, hey, beat heart, beat heart, expand lungs, contract lungs. Thank goodness we don't have to do that. Um, However, there's a lot of conversation that does happen in our head that is not dependent on our vital signs, let's say. You know, we're not going to, you know, keel over and die if our mind stops talking. And so when I think about the voice, quote, the voice inside of the head, what I am concerned more with is not where, where is it coming from or how is it being spoken to me, but how am I hearing it and what am I deriving from it? And, and is what I'm hearing aligned with a deeper truth or a deeper sense of self that I have? So, let's say I wake up and I'm having a bad day for whatever reason. And my story of the day is just, it's not working. 
maybe I had a preference or an attachment to something being a certain way. And in my head, I start a storyline. And that storyline is, uh, this sucks. And then from there, I start to feel or start to uh, basically make true that storyline. And, and, and so this voice in my head throughout the day now is going to have me do things. It's going to speak to me from that, from that position. And so one might ask, what happened first? Did the voice just start saying, hey, man, this sucks. You know, you should, you should start an argument with this guy. Or did I not do my job prior to that voice coming, coming into my head? And did I, let's say, not work on myself, not do my morning practice, not do whatever it is that you do to keep yourself in balance and in line with, the, with the, your higher ideals and morals? Did I do my job there? And I think anytime that voice in my head is not working for me, or it's telling me, you know, to do that thing that just doesn't feel right, whether it's eat that piece of cake or whatever, um, that voice is, is happening as a result. And it's a result of me not doing what I, in a really deep way, know is more aligned, that brings me more contentment, and that brings me more vitality. And if I haven't done that job good enough or to the degree that I'm capable, then those voices start to not serve me. And in that way, getting back to the original question or the original topic, in that way, we can say that voice is coming from a place of ego or it's coming from a place that doesn't serve us. So I think it's more important to look kind of at the nature of how we speak to ourselves and as opposed to objectifying this quote voice in our heads as being kind of its own intelligence it's telling us to do do its bidding to sustain its egotistical lifespan or whatever it is as opposed to objectifying it like that let's let's own it you know let's bring it let's bring it into into a you know Let's bring it into an alignment and let's bring it into a, to a realization that, that we are that voice, that that voice is a result of everything we've done up to this point. And it's really a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's that voice is doing what it is we've previously set it up to tell us to do. Does that make sense? So getting back to the question of how do you know or you know how can you how can you gauge that voice how can you tell if it's coming from an unhealthy place or a healthy place well the real question is are you doing your work and are you living in alignment with you know with your deepest self with your you know with your essence you know this sounds it it might sound you know a little arbitrary or a little ambiguous or a little you know non-tan or excuse me non-tangible you know you need to come up with what this means to you and i'm just trying to trigger or light up some things in you that make sense and that feel true you know my words might not necessarily bring to you the right term or the term that you know sparks a specific meaning that i'm 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 wanting you to get and that's why i encourage you to you know give me some feedback and send some comments and ask for clarifications but 
but just don't get caught up in the words that I'm using necessarily. Just try to feel if there's truth in them. Try to feel if there's a resonance. So that, that's just a little disclaimer. So back to, are you doing the work? You know, are you, are you setting your day up so that you're as content as possible? So that you're in your center, so that you're in your power, so that you're living in, in your integrity. And if you are, then my answer to that question, original question would, would be the voice is coming from, from your deepest essence. The voice is, the voice is coming from your highest integrity. Your voice is coming, that voice is coming from your, you know, greatest potential. So if you're doing the work, if you're doing your best, then the voice is going to tell you the best that it can tell you. And that's when you know to listen. You know, so if you're all out of alignment and all out of balance and you're stuck and you're just, your view on the world is bleak, then maybe you shouldn't listen to that voice because the voice is a result of what you've fed it and what, where your psyche is at. So it's not a matter of is the voice coming from here or is it coming from there? It's always coming from you. So the question is, are you in a, uh, an aligned enough state that when you listen to the voice and when you do what the voice is telling you to do, is that result what you want? So are you creating an environment for the voice to tell you to do the things that if you end up doing them, you're content? And if the answer is yes, when I follow the voice, I'm happy or I'm content or I'm fulfilled, then that's it. Follow that voice. If you're following that voice and you're not getting the result in life you want, then first of all, it's probably a good time to stop following the voice. But you don't just not follow the voice. You now have to go back to the root of why the voice is even saying what it's saying. And you need to ask yourself, what are you doing? to create an optimal environment for that inner psyche, that inner part of yourself that, that speaks these things? Are you creating that environment in a way that, that gives that voice, you know, the most, that the words that come through are the most truthful, the most integral, the most beneficial? That's the question to ask. You know if you're doing the work. You know, we all know if we're doing the work. And if we don't know, we can always look around at our results. And in my opinion, if you're not liking the situation, then it's not that you're not doing the work. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're not liking the situation, then you are the only one that can determine what in that situation can you change. And sometimes we get into a place that's absolutely stuck and we feel we can't change any of it. And that's because that, you know, we've, we've set that environment up and that voice is telling us we can't change this. We're useless. We're worthless. Whatever that voice is. That's when you need to stop listening to the voice. And that's when you reach out to others. And that's when the voices that you need to start listening to are from the external world, not your internal psyche and your internal story. So that might be when you pick up a book or when you listen to a podcast or when you call up a friend. 
those voices are now from from a different perspective. They're not from your history. They're not from your story. They're not from your limited paradigm that you might be having as a result of being blocked or stuck or etc. So the voice is always coming from you, in my opinion. And it's just up to you to evaluate the results that happen when you listen to the voice. And if the results are what you want, keep on going, keep listening. That's great. If the results aren't what you want, do a, do an inventory, do an analysis and see where are you not showing up for yourself? Where are you not doing the practices that create the environment for the voice to tell you these things that give you the life you want to lead? So that's, that's really how I would approach this. And, um, it doesn't really matter where it's, where it's coming from or how we identify that voice inside of us. What's, what's critical is, are we following that voice or are we ignoring that voice? Right. And if we're either, either, if we're ignoring it, maybe we're ignoring the voice that's telling us things that might help us and that might not be good. And if we're following it, maybe we're following it when it's telling us things that won't help us and that's not good. So, you know, the voices, the voice that's in there is, is I think sometimes our, our greatest influencer and the voice has, it has carte blanche and it has, you know, in real estate, it's location, location, location. Well, let me tell you, that thing is boardwalk. That voice has the prime location, you know, it owns it, it, in a sense, it can own you. And the question is, are you the master or is the voice the master? And if you understand that you're the master of the voice, that you created it, that everything that you do creates the environment for that voice to speak, then you have to, you have to, you have to come to the fact that, that you're in control of that voice. If there's anything you're in control of, I don't care if you've been bound and shackled and thrown in a room and you have, you know, and it's dark, there's, when all else is taken from you, there's one thing you do always have control of, for the most part, to my understanding. There might be extreme situations where mind control and, you know, and torture and stuff has come into play, and I, I don't understand those things, so I'm not speaking about the extreme situations. But in normal circumstances, the area that you do have control, the thing you have control over is that voice. And it's been seen in many situations in history where people have been put in horrific situations. You know, and you can, you can imagine there's our history just in the last, you know, 100 years has enough of these examples. And even in those extreme situations, it's the people who are able to take control of the voice and to create the environment for the voice to speak to them in a way that gets them through, that has them cope and has them believe and has them hope and has them encourage themselves out of the horrific situation that they might be in. So that's the one thing that's the, it's the hardest thing for someone to take away from you is that voice or the control over that voice. However, we do give this up. We give this power up constantly. And, you know, we can, we can make the argument that one could say, hey, before you even 
are able to have languaging skills as a child, you don't even have that voice and your parents are in control and, you know, whatever. We're not talking about that. We're all adults here. We're, we're all cognitively sound and, and intelligent beings. And so in the situation of, you know, people who can think for themselves, you know, generally when that voice is no longer ours, we've given it away at some point. You know, and that, that shows, that evidences itself in abusive relationships where, you know, you've been told something for years and years and years about yourself. And it's created this limited story that shows itself as this voice that's telling you you're not good enough. Or you're not beautiful enough. Or you're not productive enough. Whatever. There's a million of them. And over time we've given the power away we're given the power away in 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 that the master of the voice is no longer us and the master of the voice is all the things we've heard from all the people over all the years and it doesn't necessarily mean there's one person in control of that voice sometimes you're hearing things that people have said to you from years and years and years back and somewhere in your brain a pattern was set where you started to believe what you heard. And it can just, man, it can happen just once. You can be, you know, a child singing in a choir, and that choir teacher can stop everybody and point to you and say, you know what? You sound horrible. You shouldn't be singing. That's all it takes. It can take 10 seconds. And that child, from then on, will believe that they can't sing, that they have no voice. And that story and that program, that pattern will run for decades. And that voice will limit the being. So sometimes to reprogram this voice, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of, takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of desire to change. And sometimes it's not easy. I understand this. But it's important on this path to change this pattern, to change this voice, it's important to understand first that you're ultimately the one in control of it. That nobody else can change it. I mean, other people will if you give them the power and they'll tell you what they, what they want and they'll program that voice however, however serves them. You know, if they want you to be subservient, they'll program that voice in your head so that their needs are met by you. But when you realize this, and when you step into that level of taking ownership over this voice, that is when true that is when you're truly in your power. And that's that moment, that's that tipping point where you start to reprogram that voice. Now many situations can come about in your life where you have that initial spark where you realize, "Oh my gosh, I've I've been giving this away. I've been giving this power away. I've been giving the microphone to, you know, the parents that limited me and the siblings that told me I was this and the teachers that told me I was that. I've been giving that away for years and years. Once you realize that, once you have this epiphany, that's the moment at which you get to determine where you want to go with this. And if, if, if you can say to yourself, I'm the master of this voice. I'm the one that's holding the mic. I'm the one that's in control here that's when you can start to reprogram yourself. That's when you can start to relanguage and let's say restory that which hasn't served you 
in the past and that which is limiting you in the in the present so yeah so back to the voice the voice is powerful the voice is um it's a big determining factor in how we lead our lives and you know people use affirmations they use many tools to reprogram the voice and i say you know do whatever works do whatever is bringing you out of the limitation do what's making you less constricted and more expanded and if that means you have to look at yourself in the mirror and you know just tell yourself something every day until it sinks in do it doesn't matter what matters is that you're changing you're progressing forward and that you're undoing these knots and these these binding patterns that have limited you your whole life so back to it the voice is you the voice is a result of the environment you've given it and that environment could have been controlled by other people in other situations throughout your life and that voice has created a pattern a repetitive pattern that said something to you over and over and you get to determine the result of that voice you get to determine if that voice is serving you or if that voice is limiting you and when you've done that assessment you get to say okay i want to change the voice or i want to amplify the voice and it's actually working for me if you want to amplify it then great you're already doing it right your patterns are set and it's just a matter of you know following it more and more and just kind of staying in that flow and in that groove if it hasn't been working for you if the results have been limiting then you then the next step is to come to the point where you realize you're the one that's in control and you're the one that's given the power away of that voice not to put blame on you or anything but what it does is it puts it puts the responsibility in your hands now and when you have the responsibility you can create the change so now that voice that hasn't been working for you that you've now determined you're in control of and that you're the master of now you get to determine what you want the outcome to be and if your outcome is contentment if your outcome is happiness or fulfillment or connection then it's just a matter of reprogramming that voice and there's many again there's many resources out there that can help you program the voice to map to the direction you want to go in in life to you know align to the feelings that you want to have or the experiences you want to experience so the tools are immense um so once you determine that you're in the you're in the control seat you're captaining the ship and once you determine the direction you want to go in okay maybe sometimes that direction isn't clear but just determining that you don't want to be where you're at is enough that's enough to like push the boat off you don't necessarily need to know where the boat's going but sometimes the most important part is just untying it from the dock and kicking off and trusting that at some point just the act that you've kicked off is going to take you to a new destination and i i tell you folks that journey in my opinion that's where it's at that's where for me that's where contentment lies because it's it's almost a never ending journey and to me there's always mystery there and i uh, to me that keeps me going that's 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 where i find the juice in life is the mystery mystery in the connection anyway so yeah once you've kicked off once you've determined okay i want to be away from where i'm at or i want to go in this direction then you're off you're on your journey and then from there it's a matter of integrating practices 
whether those be affirmations or mantra or there's a multitude of them and then we can get into physical practices like yoga or mental spiritual practices like meditation and diet and philosophy you name it you know there's tons there's no shortage just big one um, once you determine that then these practices start to repattern retrain um, realign that voice and when the voice is realigned and repatterned then you have a fighting chance now you're now you're on your way and uh, that's partly what it's about folks in my opinion um, it's training yourself and it's using the mind to free the mind in a way so the voice is a tool you know it's a result and it's a tool so make it work for you you know determine how you want to be and how you want to feel and make that voice work for you don't let it take control of you you know it's yours you own it <laughs> this is your this is your show this is your movie you're the director, producer, actor, writer. So, you know, the real question is, how do you want this to be? And if you can just determine the mere, the, the mere point that you want to be the director and the writer, then you're on your that That's it. You're on your way. That's huge. Okay? When someone else is the writer, director, eh, you're you're throwing the dice. It's risky. Your, your life is in someone else's hands. So I think I've covered that with a lot more words than the question contained, (laughs) but hopefully that's clear to you guys. Hopefully it makes sense. Hopefully something got transmitted through my words and sparked something in you to create some type of movement some type of change some type of direction and it's my hope that that movement and that change in that direction is closer to your essence and closer to that place that you're going whether that's contentment or happiness or connection so that's that's my hope and that's why i'm here that's my calling is to speak to you with that intention and this is a two-way street folks and we are all teachers and we're all students and I would love to hear from you and I would love to connect and understand you in the way that that it's possible through the communications that we have in this day and age through this voice coming through your speakers through your digital typing and sending through the internet your comments and your questions and your reviews and your criticisms it's all a dance and i am honored to be on it with you in the ways that we're on it and i appreciate you for showing up and i honor the fact that you're showing up and again thank you And I wish you a beautiful day.
for tuning in. Hungry for more inspiration and motivation? Head over to pureloveradio.com and grab your free copy of the introductory audiobook Superwise Me, Law of the Heart by Lynn Branson and Power of the Heart author-filmmaker Batiste de Papa. Want to meditate some more? Subscribe and get access to all of the Love Activation Meditation videos. That's www.pureloveradio.com for more wisdom and love. Yeah, and that's it. That's your extra shot of love again for this week. And remember, next week, more Kevin Wren and more new perspectives, more inspiration, more motivation, and more love. Thank you, Andy, for producing Kevin. Yeah, well, you're welcome, brother. You're welcome. Next week, he's flipping his love song, right? Yeah, he is. He's flipping his love song. It's a song from Pat Boom. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, please tune in and share this episode of Let Love Rule the Feel Better podcast with everyone you feel needs some extra positivity and new perspectives in life. Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? Heck, I know I do. Subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or SoundCloud and don't miss an episode. And remember, you got to let, let love, love rule. rule. <laughs> yeah.